This week on Jesus Center Stage, there's a lot of stuff coming from behind the pulpits nowadays, but one pastor seems to be taking it to a whole new level. We discuss just how damaging this can be. All right, uh, we got a hot topic today. I say hot because it's like fresh off the press. Yes. Um, we literally, I, I just, I, I might have heard about this yesterday, but I think it was today, and then I just showed you a little video about it, like maybe it's 30 minutes disturbing. ago. It's very disturbing. Yeah. And we was like, okay, time to go do a podcast now. <laughs> um, yeah. Even though we're a day late, y'all. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, so uh, if, you, if you're uh, with us today, uh, it, it's, it's maybe a hot, hot button topic. Is that what people say sometimes? I don't know. It's yeah. It, it's yeah. one of those you you're probably either going to be all in or all against, and um, as we dig into it, I think you'll see which side that we're on. Uh, but before we get into that, um, we've talked in the past about our church search, and uh, very happily we can say we have found somewhere that we've called home now, and um, what. I think, if I'm mistaken, I think it was about seven months yeah. that we were homeless mm-hmm. um, in the church, uh, in the in the sense of church. Yes. Um, that we we had no church home, and let me tell For you, the last seven weeks though we were at the yeah, one that we decided yeah. to stay at. Yeah, we that that's yeah. one thing that I guess we do need to point out is that we didn't just go and say, "Oh, I like this today," but uh we went seven consecutive weeks um counting Wednesday Bible yeah. studies and stuff. We kind of we kind of uh drilled drill interviewed the <laughs> pastors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the fact that that they supposedly still like us after all the questions we ask yeah. uh, of the pastors um is 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 a blessing. Very much so. <laughs> but yeah. uh, we asked all the hard questions, just the things that we personal, even yes, personal kind of questions. Yes, yeah. the things that we've encountered in the, in our seven months of mm-hmm. searching, and and things pr- previous to that, just yeah. in 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 the church world experience, caused us to have a have kind of a list of questions. Yeah, like if we're if we're gonna align, because we both feel like it's very important to be aligned with leadership. So if we're going to align, we need to make sure we're in the same mm-hmm. we're in the same line because we yeah. don't want to ever be a part of something that would pull against the leadership. We want to be yeah. backing them, not well. And I think for it to work properly, you need the the pastor needs to know that his congregation is supporting him. And his leadership and his sermons and his directions. That they Um, trust his leadership. Yeah. And I I think the pastor needs that. But I also think that the congregation needs to know that the pastor is there to support them in, you know, their outreach and their evangelism and their uh, family situations and and all the things that's there. You have to have trust going both ways. And that was something that we... um, you know, to be honest, we we visited a whole lot of churches, and the majority of them we were not very happy with at all. But there was a couple. Um, there was one that I liked quite a bit. 
um, that you didn't like quite as much, but you did. I mean, it was it was pretty good. Um, and then another one that that we had some real good experiences, especially on Wednesday nights uh, there. But then there was always just those little things. Mm-hmm. Um, great people, great people at both churches, and um, but then we we just happened to by chance stumble into this one that we're in now and uh, seven weeks later we said you know what let's do this let's do it and uh, so very excited about that so you may not hear no more about our church search uh, <laughs> but you'll probably hear a lot about church yes. uh, I know this week uh, this Sunday evening um, instead of Sunday evening service we'll be going out uh, into the neighborhoods around the church and giving out some um some different things uh you know to encourage people and to share the gospel so uh, we might have some stories maybe we'll encounter something wonderful um not too many ferocious dogs maybe (laughs) those kinds of things (laughs) speaking Um, of ferocious dogs and completely changing the subject I have met some of the cutest dogs on my deliveries in the last two weeks. Mm. They've just been so friendly, and I could just stay there and pet them. But then I have Careful, to keep Careful, Jasper's working. around here somewhere. He'll hear you and be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We ready to dig into this? Let's do it. All right. Disclaimer, so. I'm going to get really passionate in a second. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can believe it. It just really bothers me. <laughs> it bothers me so badly. And, and you know, we're we're not going to to say this this guy's name because I, I don't really know that he deserves any more attention than he's already gotten um there might be a video coming uh in the coming weeks on uh jesus center stage on facebook and youtube where it might have a little bit more to do with this gentleman but for today uh we're just uh, gonna say not very much of a yeah. gentleman that we're i know you're trying to be polite or whatever but that he he does not fit that word's criteria yeah not, yeah he's but not gentle we'll narrow this down to say a tennessee pastor um who is not gentle yeah <laughs> who has been in the news quite a bit just over the, about the last three to four weeks mm-hmm. um it's been very offensive yeah the the first the first thing that drew a lot of attention was uh his claim that that children who have autism or down syndrome are demon possessed um that drew a lot of attention uh then he had some kind of big and just to clarify that is not biblical no at all let let me share we don't support that we're not saying that he said that in support of that we're saying that in 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 very much disagreement of that because when when i saw Mm -hmm. that it it broke my heart because yeah. I know moms who have children with those challenges, and they are some of the most amazing kids yeah. that you'll ever meet. I've exactly. worked with them in the daycare system, and they can be they can be some of the most exasperating sometimes. But you know, others can too. But oh, it's just yes. it's just learning that child. And, That's why I and, don't deal with young young children at church and stuff <laughs> i can't i can't be in that class i told uh, him i told him not to put you in the nursery it's okay yeah. um no it's just i i know people people in my family who who were the most special loving people precious people who 
they they had challenges. They had maybe a physical challenge or a mental challenge that made them look at the world differently. But yeah. by no means did they, some of them have greater faith than we could ever even think mm-hmm. of and greater love and, and compassion and forgiveness. Like you will see the, the purest heart in someone with Down syndrome or yeah. someone who deals with Asperger's or autism. You'll see the purest faith in those kids. And to say that they are possessed is just, it. it's, I can't it's even. Fa- it's offensive it's, in the it's most. It's beyond offensive. Most highest way. And it goes, to me, it goes as far as, as when James talks about that we, we curse the ones who are made in the image of God. Mm-hmm. We live in a broken, sinful world. Things, not everybody's going to be healthy like we think they ought to be. Not everybody's going to be created the way that we think they ought to be. But that does not lessen God's love for them. That does not lessen their ability to believe. And if they don't have the ability to believe, then he's still going to take care of them just like he does a baby that's been aborted. Yeah. Like it's, it's no different. And to say, oh, I just can't. I'm getting riled up already. Y'all. No, and this isn't even the topic we no. was headed to. <laughs> you, but, you brought it up. But I, I had this conversation, I guess it's been a couple of years ago now, uh, because I had, I had heard another preacher, unfortunately, say something similar about uh, children with Down syndrome or people with Down syndrome. And and I, I made the point to this to this gentleman I was talking to who who also didn't agree with that, but I said, how do we know? How how do we as human beings know that that person with what a human being decided was called Down syndrome or um, uh, autism? Mm-hmm. How do we know that that wasn't that's, that that that's not perfection? And we're the ones that are weird. That the majority of of us, we're the ones that we're the yeah. ones out of out of place. out of sync, how, out of order. How do we yeah. know that? So why, all of a sudden, because somebody's different, and and then also, where do you stop it at? Okay, this person was born with Down syndrome, so some crazy person, to put that nicely, wants to say they're possessed or there there's something wrong with them or whatever. But where do you stop it? Do you then all of a sudden you say? Well, this person was born with uh, a deformed ear on one side, so they're they're possessed. This, this person was this, born with a one deformed person, spine, aka yeah. was truly. Yes, yes. <laughs> like uh, you're, I mean, exactly. You, you've got. I mean, we're in a pro. We've we've changed our church search into a surgeon search, and you're in the process of. <laughs> of dealing with surgery right now and, and finding a surgeon that is capable of doing the the extensive surgery that you need on your spine but it, it's that bad so you know in the bible there, there's a place where they say that that man was born blind so who sinned him yes. or his parents and, and and these are my words because I couldn't I couldn't quote that verse, but basically Jesus said that man's blind because God's going to get glory from it. Right. And your spine is messed up because God's going to get glory exactly. for it. Exactly. And that person that has uh, Down syndrome or that God's person, gonna get glory from he it. will get glory for it. But why? Be- because there's, I you know, and I don't know percentages, but let's just say ninety percent of the world doesn't have. Down syndrome or autism, so we say we're the normal ones, but we don't. 
we don't we, know that. What, yeah, what's the standard? No, we, the majority we have no is not clue. necessarily no. should not be the standard. No, if you if you're this is very, I think <laughs> you got jealous. A very odd uh, example, but I'm just sitting here thinking, if if you're raising ducks. And and you have and and they lay eggs and they hatch, and and five of them come out to be brown speckled, and then the other two come out to be perfectly white. Do you say that the brown speckled ones there's something wrong with them, or do you say the white ones are something wrong? Exactly. With them? So why are, well, I, people exactly. can't, you can't make but that decision? But no matter who they are, they was made in the image of God. Right. And. There's nothing. God has a purpose for their life. God knew before they were conceived yes, there's nothing how the there chromosomes would work. That the devil like was knew. involved anywhere. Exactly. Much less currently possessing exactly. anybody. So, exactly. first of all, that this pastor made that comment a couple weeks ago. I personally just throwing this in there before we get off the before we get off this topic. I personally knew someone. She has passed away now. But I personally knew someone who had physical and mental challenges Mm -hmm. and she was even though she didn't talk she would she would still communicate and she was one of the sweetest most expressive i mean you knew when she was mad too just trust me Mm -hmm. like she but i remember as a little kid okay like i was like maybe seven or eight i remember someone telling this girl's mother that her daughter would not go to heaven and I remember the heartbreak of that mother hearing those words, even though she she knew. But yeah. still, someone being that horrible to make that judgment. First of all, you, you can't be judging that from any perspective, anybody. Absolutely not. And that's the same, that, that heartbreak that I felt on her behalf, even though I was a little kid and I got wind that somebody said that to her. I was outraged, okay? I, I was just a little kid. And then a couple of weeks ago when this pastor basically said the same thing, that there, that the mothers, like some of those children, hopefully those children, hopefully those people will never hear that. Yeah. Will never be exposed to that. But the mothers sitting in that congregation, the mothers who have heard that, like it it, it just breaks in my heart that somebody who claims to be a believer, claims to be a Christ follower, could be that hateful and yeah. that horrible. With like, absolutely that, nothing to back that up. Nothing exactly. at all to back that up. Exactly. And there's there's no love of Christ mm-hmm. in that. There's absolutely no love and, of and Christ look, in look that. At the, look at the lame man that was by the pool at Bethesda. Look at the blind men, and I'm talking about in the in scripture. Mm-hmm. The and help me if there's if there's other examples. The man the the man that had to be let down through the roof, para, paraplegic. I just, or what you want to I call listened him. to when I was listening to Luke today. There was a woman who uh, it said she had an infirmity that made her bent over. Yeah, and he when, probably when, scoliosis. Probably so. I <laughs> thought yeah. of that. But look but at But when these he people. touched her, she was able to straighten up. Yes. Like she was able to stand but you straight. You take that woman, take the guy that that was a paraplegic, had to be let down through the roof. Take the man with blind eyes. Um, take the, the the ones who couldn't hear cripple. or talk. Yeah, the cripple at the pool of Bethesda. Not once in Scripture do we see when Jesus Jesus healed every one of these people. Not mm-hmm. once did we see that it says he cast anything out of them. Not a devil. 
not a spirit, not n- nothing. Did he did he say that? So for a yeah, preacher it, to stand up and say that is is there's ridiculous. There's and, and, very and specific should be punishable. Right, I'm pretty sure it is. Not in this life, but yes, there's a there's a judgment seat. Yeah. Um, there's a very specific wording when Jesus encountered someone who was demon possessed. Mm-hmm. It's very clear in in conversation it, when he encountered some or in in dialogue or in narrative. It's very clear when he encountered someone who was demon possessed. Yeah. And these situations are not it. Not at all. <laughs> no. So, and look, we, this, this we ain't even talked about this. We have not even. I mean, this hadn't been on our radar, and now we're we're sixteen minutes into the podcast, and we're <laughs> stuck on this because it's that ridiculous. It's that it, it's that it's offensive. Hor- it, it's it's terrible. But this pastor now he had a big book burning a couple of weeks ago after that comment that caused a lot of stir and just those which kinds of things. Which, by all appearances, but, he went out and bought products with god's money mm-hmm. to burn at his book yeah, burning which is a whole thing in and of itself yeah, it's a great way to draw attention to yourself but getting to where we was headed at from the beginning here this week uh in in his his message uh apparently he claims that there was a woman there at his church who was possessed by a demon um, by the way this claim is not you, you, he claims this, but there's no like video to say that this actually happened. Well, we can't say that. We just haven't seen it. Well, but, I don't think. I okay. think he's making the whole thing up. Yeah. Like it's Anyways, so far fetched. So this woman apparently was was possessed by a demon. This pastor took it upon himself to cast this demon out, and as the demon was coming out, he said the demon told him that that he had planted six witches in this church to destroy the church and give give him the na- first and last name of all six of these witches and and exposed them to to the pastor the demon apparently supposedly uh, exposed this and let's just for a second talk about how none of this makes sense because first of all why would the demon out his own snitch yeah. on his own cohorts mm-hmm. to the pastor? Number yeah. two, how if he's really a shepherd of the flock, how did these witches get in the church without being on his radar? Mm-hmm. Number three is, I'll steal what you said earlier, everything the devil says is a lie, so the demons work for the devil. Exactly. So, so they lie. So what? Yeah. Yeah. So if the demon says, "Hey, that's blue," it's probably red. Exactly. If he says that's up, it's probably down. Exactly. And if he says it's Miss Sue Johnson over there, it's probably not. not. It's probably Sue the Johnson. farthest yeah. from her. So She's probably all, the saint in the church. There's a whole other topic that nobody's touched on that I've seen yet. Is why is there a pastor carrying on conversation with demons? You and believing wanna, them. Yeah, it might want to look into that. Believing, that's, that's what I can't get. Is he believed with. him. Jesus interacted yeah. with demons because they recognized who he was and said, what do we have to do with you? Mm-hmm. But he didn't believe a word they said. Yeah. I mean, come on, when he was tempted in the wilderness by Satan himself, 
He didn't believe anything so, Satan said. So this this pastor gets all this information from a supposed demon. Questionable and, source at the best. And he and he gets the names, the first and last names of these six women, which are witches, in his church. And what he does, he goes to scripture and he reads the scripture and sees, you know, how Jesus dealt with that. And then he he goes and he, he talks to these women individually and helps them and and shares the gospel with them and uh, brings I think them. I forgot how the story went. Wait a minute. No, that's that's what Jesus did. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that's not what this yes, dude yes. did. I was wondering how long he's going to let me go on down, that, down that road. <laughs> Wait no, a that, that's not this, how that happened. This pastor stands behind the pulpit screaming, screaming. And, and bouncing from one side to the other and slamming the microphone and saying, calling them stupid witches and and I dare you to even cough wrong. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. You even cough wrong and I'm calling you out in front of everybody. I want to expose you. A lot you. of threats. I'm going to cast you out of here. And yeah. here's the bad part. Everything he, he's saying, he backs it up with in Jesus' name. He will answer for that someday. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. And yeah, that might sound you bold, ha- you have but to I have be, no doubt. You have to be so careful what you attach the je- name yes. of Jesus to. The name of Jesus is not a, I can say what I want, do what I want, as long as I attach. It is not a bless your heart phrase. No. Okay? I know there's this this cliche in the South that we can say whatever we want as long as we say bless your heart, and that is very lighthearted. But that is, that is not how the name of Jesus works. No. And you cannot be hateful, arrogant, and rude. And then say, but I'm going to do it in Jesus' name. While we're on this thing that riles me up, there's another pastor in Tennessee who had this whole campaign Mm -hmm. of telling people to shut up in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Do you know that little kids that are not even in church will say that that's the S word and you can't say that? That is the level of rudeness that it is to say, the words shut up to someone, but then you're going to attach the name of Jesus to that level of rudeness yeah, and broadcast and it. That, like that, it uh, you, be, you better be careful what you attach his name to. Yeah. And that, that whole thing was, well, you don't realize what he was saying. He was, he was, you know, he was speaking to, to the enemy and all that. And that's, that's all great and fine. If you were sitting in the church service and you heard the whole context, but when you start putting it on shirts or bumper stickers or whatever else, then the person all that it, sees that, all they see is... I don't care about you. Yeah, Be you quiet. just shut up. Just shut up. Be quiet. Anyways, we're on the wrong pastor at the moment. Yes. Back to the, so th- to this the original guy, one. This guy calls these people out screaming. And, and, and let me just say this. If, if this was true, and there's women sitting in that church right now that that are, are under the uh, oppression of uh, Satan. Yes. And, and 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 there then threatening them, telling them you're going to kick them out and which he telling did. Telling them to leave? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Telling mm-hmm. them to leave the church. Mm-hmm. Is the most unbiblical, unpastor-like thing Un-Christ that you can like, yes. do. That's saying if you come into this church and you're not godly, don't come. Yeah. But you if know. you come into this church with an addiction, mm-hmm. if you come into this church battling sin, if you come into this church hurting and broken and oppressed yes. and and tormented in your mind and your spirit, yeah, 
don't come here. And, and, That's and exactly this, what this that is, is. This will be an offensive statement to some, but but I I mean it in love and it's backed up by scripture. It, but if you're going to be, you're following somebody. Jesus said, if they're not with us, they're against us. Mm-hmm. That's in scripture. So what in in our terms, Jesus is saying, if they're not following me, they're following Satan. Exactly. Okay. So if I walk in that church and I'm not a follower of Jesus, I might be the most nice, moral person. In, but you're that not you, saved. But I'm not saved. Jesus says, then you're following the devil. Mm-hmm. I might not worship the devil. I might not even, you know, Acknowledge I, might, him. I might hate the devil, but unknowingly I'm following what, mm-hmm. what he's wanting me to do. Right. So anybody that walks in that church that's not saved is under that mm-hmm. influence. So... These pe- these people, if if it was true, they're under a stronger influence, but they're still under the same one that the exactly. that the addict, that the the father that is father of the year that raised his kids great, but he's just not a believer in Jesus. They're they're all the same. They yes. all need and they all have salvation. Yes, they all have souls. That's when, when I was you, listening yeah, to you that kick earlier. Them out and like, they die. They're going that's to on hell. You. And and then yeah, there you are. Yes, that's on you. That's what that's what got me earlier when when I was listening to it is these people have souls. Mm-hmm. These people, even if they are possessed of the devil, so was Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we know that she was delivered, there, Jesus didn't get a whole crowd together and make a open show and scream and shout and holler and push and 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 threaten her. Mic drop. The, the the encounter's not even in there. That's how private it was. Yeah. There's two phrases that I could find before we started this. There's two phrases that even say that she that she used to have seven demons, mm-hmm. and it was after she had been delivered. The actual encounter of Jesus delivering her is so private; it's not even in there. Yeah. It's not even written. It's not even recorded. It just says it in Luke eight, and I think Mark sixteen says Mary Magdalene, of whom he had cast out seven devils. So the the encounter was so private; it's not even in there. Yeah. And then you go to was it Luke chapter eight? I, th- mm-hmm. I was there, and That's then, I, I'm then right I moved. Now. Luke chapter eight, where Jesus encountered the the demon possessed man in Gadara. Yeah. Again. Legion. He he was legion because he had so many. Yes. Devils in. Him. Yes, and he approached Jesus and said, "Leave me alone." The yeah. the demon said, "Leave me alone," because he knew who Jesus was. The demon recognized who Jesus was. But Jesus was not willing to let go of the soul. Yes. He wasn't and, and willing to let go of the soul, the yeah. person that, that needed help. I've heard, I've heard somebody preach that already, that the person who was left, he was, he was possessed by so many devils, but the soul part of him, the person that he was that hadn't been consumed yet, mm-hmm. recognized that's help. Yeah. That man who just stepped out of that boat, that's the help I need. I've got to mm-hmm. get to him. And it wasn't the the devils who drove him to Jesus. It was his soul that drove him to Jesus. Now, that's just a, an opinion. I think it's a very believable yeah, interpretation of that. But when we, when we shout and scream and run somebody off and threaten somebody because they, they are oppressed or possessed or dealing with sin— in any type or form, we are not being Christ-like. We are not running after that soul, refusing to let go of that soul so the powers of hell might have it right now. 
But are we just going to just send it? Are we just going to push them over the edge? No. Let me let me read the scripture. Um, it's in Luke chapter 8, and I'm going to start there in verse 30. And it says, Jesus asked him, saying, What is your name? And he said, Legion, because many demons had entered him. And they begged him that he would not command them to go out into the abyss. It says, Now a herd of many swine feeding there on the mountain. So they begged him that he would permit them to enter into the swine. And he permitted them. Then the demons went, went out of the man and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the lake and drowned. So what, what we see there is just what you just said, is that Jesus came up on this man who, who was demon-possessed, that, that had many, many demons in him, and he dealt with the demons. He didn't deal with the man. He didn't scream at the man like you said. He didn't he didn't even calmly, politely condemn the man. Uh-uh. He dealt with the demons and had them to leave. And this pastor for some reason has has apparently not ever read this scripture because he is calling out the human being uh-huh. and threatening the human being Saying and, we have your first and last name. And, and that, this that's, is, a this human, is, that's a human aspect. This is my thoughts. I just thought of this, but I would think a demon, one of his favorite things was probably to see a human being tortured, mm-hmm. to see a human being being attacked. It, it probably makes them extremely happy. Especially if yeah. it's someone who so, has a strong faith in God. Yeah. Because so if I can here, destroy them. Yeah, here's this demon oppressing someone. And here comes this, I'm using air quotes, man of God. And the demon's oh, like, don't oh, even. The, Makes the, me, yeah, oh. the demon's thinking, uh-oh, here comes, you know, this guy's got a Bible. He's coming. This is going to get uncomfortable for me. I don't, you know, I'm going to have to put up a fight. And all of a sudden, the same person that the demon attacked, the preacher attacks. Mm-hmm. And then you think you're tough. You think you're doing something because you can attack a woman in church and the in demons. In front of everybody. Yeah, See, that's, a, ooh, that's another thing. Touched. That's another thing. If there is somebody who who desperately needs Jesus, okay, these people desperately need Jesus. If this is true, if there is somebody in his church who is a witch, she desperately needs Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you're going to attack in public when you should be in private sharing the gospel of Christ. Yep. And you know what that this might be this might be falsely accusing, but it sounds like it appears to me like he is afraid to share the gospel with someone who might be bound to that degree. Because he's he's all this hype and 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 all this quote boldness yeah in public but is he gonna sit down and share the gospel with a soul who desperately needs to know that jesus can free you from that mm-hmm. well, let me ask you this or is he gonna be scared this this is what he said he said i think he said three of them were there at that moment i think so okay he he, he said two or three however it was he said you're here right now I know you. I know who you are, and I see you, kind of thing. Yeah. But he said, if you so much as cough the wrong way, I'm gonna throw you out of here. 
Now tell me this, if if this is all true, if he's as tough as he wants people to say he is, and he sees them, he knows them, why is he letting them sit there? Why is he waiting on them to cough the wrong way? Because he doesn't know any of it. Exactly. That, I mean, Or it, he's scared of it. He the, the claim he made was that there was sickness going through his church and that this demon that he had a conversation with told him that that's what that that they was causing this sickness. So if you're sitting there and you're and you're bold enough and you're not scared, like he says, we're not scared of you. We're not. This is what we're going to do to you. He's throwing it all out there, mm-hmm. and then he says, I know who you are. That's like that's like someone saying, I know who who punched my my kid in the face. I or a man saying, I know who, uh, you know touched my wife inappropriately i know it you know she told me it was you and i see you sitting there and if you do one more thing i'm gonna come out there no you would go out there and take care of it but he didn't no i think there's so much focus on on this big and it's not just him okay let's just Mm -hmm. let's just throw that out there it's not just him he's just got us riled up today but people get so focused on Beating up the devil, which, by the way, you cannot do. You're mm-hmm. not strong enough. But they get so focused on being that macho, super spiritual, bold, I'm not afraid of the devil, that they completely miss the compassion for the person. Yeah. And the Bible and says how, we're not fighting against flesh exactly and blood. what I was going to say. Don't steal my words. Exactly, exactly what I was going to say. We're not fighting people. Those people have a soul just like you do. Mm-hmm. And those people, you need to be rescued just like they do. Yeah. Like we all the same. We might all have different, what we think of different levels of yeah. bondage or different levels of, of connection to Satan. Mm-hmm. But we all go in the same direction until we meet Jesus. Yeah. And, and how dare we, how dare we push them into hell? We're supposed to be dragging them out. We're supposed to be never letting go. And how dare we say, if you're oppressed, if you're possessed, if you're sick, if you're in sin, how dare you, how dare we push them out the door and say, you're not welcome here. I'm going to call you out in front of everybody for your sin. How dare we Mm -hmm. approach what a privilege we have to share the gospel of Christ with such how dare we? Yeah. Is all I can say. No, it's it's not Christ-like, and, and I didn't, I couldn't stomach to listen to the whole message anyway. But I listened to you know, two or three, four minutes of it maybe, and not once did I hear the name of Jesus except when He was using it inappropriately. Right. And so, I, I, and no. I ask you when when we quit watching it, I ask you, I said, how would you like for that to be your Sunday morning service? That there was no gospel, there was no repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus no for the compassion. remission of your sins. There's there no was Jesus. no compassion. There was no love. There was they go through Galatians uh, chapter five, is it verse twenty two? The the fruits of mm-hmm. the spirit twenty two and twenty three. Yeah, self control. Go go through all those and tell me, did you see any of them in mm-hmm. any of that? And it's not there. So, no. but arrogance, we've we've arrogance run through. Is not anointing. Yeah, we've run plumb through this and. And uh, and I'm still riled up. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just it just breaks my heart. So you it know just, that something I've never done, something that that I don't encourage anyone to do. But in this situation, I, I it's 
perfectly warranted, I, I believe. I'm going to say that in my opinion. But if if you know this pastor, if you're a follower of this pastor, if you're a supporter of this pastor, take some time think, and pray. Think about it. Look pray at what he's it. doing. And, and, and I told you, I think he's as dangerous, if not more dangerous, than the, than the prosperity preachers mm-hmm. that we see down in Houston or down in Louisiana or Dallas. down in Miami. And the, you know, those guys are dangerous because they're spreading a gospel that just says Jesus loves you no matter what. Keep doing what you want to do. And if you and he wants you to be happy, he wants you to be rich and, and all these things. That's dangerous because mm-hmm. it's that's, that's a whole nother that's podcast. leading people to hell. Yes. But this is that to me, this is almost more dangerous because he's he is. I don't I don't he's just he's not preaching the gospel. He's claiming to, but he's not. No. And he's he's inciting division because I'm like we talked earlier after watching that. I said, if you're sitting in a room with 100 people and he says six of you and here's a witch. Every single one of us is going to start looking around. We're going to start looking. We're going to we're going to pick out who we think it is, mm-hmm. and then we're going to have treat a, them different. Yeah, we're going to have a grudge against that person. So when it's not that person, no, no, it's, it's not. not. Even the even person. if it, even if they was like you said earlier, even if they was being oppressed or ob, uh, possessed. It's still not them. It's still someone that Jesus yeah. died for who needs deliverance exactly. from the powers of Satan. So just like we did. Yeah. So if you you know who we're talking about, and uh, please think about what what's coming from there, and, and think about what the Bible says. Think about who Jesus is, and and you know don't I, don't listen to us for it. Look it up look for at, yourself look in the Bible and see that that this is not Christ-like. This is not the the gospel this presentation. Is not, yes, this is not and, honoring and him. This is this is headed. I ain't gonna say it is because I don't know enough about it. But if I find out in a year from now that this is more or less a cult, it won't surprise me now. Right, because it's headed in that this, way. So this man seems very power hungry. But closing with this, I know we've talked a lot about another person and, and and this message that's being brought forth. But I feel like we individually need to look at our lives and make sure that we're not treating anybody less than that precious soul who needs Jesus. Yes. That person that gets on our nerves, that person who, who did us wrong, that person who talks bad about us, that person who is hateful to us, whatever, whoever that person is, we need to make sure that we are showing the love of Christ because that person may be oppressed. That person may be possessed. I'm not yeah. saying any, like, it, it's possible, okay? But we need to be careful not to get so macho about how we're not scared of the devil that we completely shun the person and push them over the edge. Yeah. We are after the person. We are supposed devil. to be going after the soul jesus can take care of the devil yeah. we're supposed to be going after the soul yeah, that, I, and, that's and introducing them to the savior they'll never be unoppressed or unpossessed without an encounter with jesus exactly so the 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 more we point out uh their their issues or the more that we show hatred back towards them we're just playing into the game that that they're wanting to play so yes um but anyways be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Go about doing good. That's what we said there in one place. He just went about doing good, loving and 
caring and compassion, compassion, gentleness. He's great. He is great. Keep Jesus center stage in your life.